Welcome to the More Than a Mama podcast. Let's make some waves today. Hi, y'all. My name is Taylor. I'm a mama, wife, ocean enthusiast, and third grade teacher turned five-figure business owner. On this show, you can expect a strong mixture of sass, vulnerable conversations, and content that will empower you to find your strength and authority within yourself. Together, we will make an impact and rise above the ceiling society places on us. So take a seat and join me. You and your voice are welcome here. I had looked forward to this day the very minute my daughter was born. I knew, y'all, the minute I held her that I did not want to miss one single moment of this little girl's life, that I was currently in a field where I was expected to give more to my students than I would to my own daughter. I was so ready to leave, and let me tell you, I spent months, (laughs) months finding a way to proclaim the title of a stay-at-home mom. And then the moment came to actually type my resignation letter. And well, it's safe to say that I did not feel like I had envisioned I would, but I'm getting kind of ahead of myself. Before I dive into that day, you need to know where it all began. What moments led up to me leaving my nine to five, leaving a field that I thought I would do the rest of my life. So here we go. Let's get into it. So since kindergarten, I knew I would be a teacher, like legit since kindergarten, I was raised in a family of educators, literally aunts, uncles, my parents, all wear the educator hat in a variety of ways. My family proudly works in the educator field and even kindergarten Taylor, y'all, like five, six-year-old Taylor knew that I would be part of that education field when I drew myself as a teacher on career day in Miss McBride's classroom. That purpose in me to teach only grew as I became older. I loved, and honestly, I still really do love working with children. I did vacation Bible school at my church. I volunteered to teach the younger kids. I was always looking for ways to help my mom in her classroom. I was basically raised in an elementary school. Um, My mom taught fifth grade as I was growing up. I went to the elementary school she taught at. I was there every single day after school, playing with teachers, kids, having so much fun. Like I grew up in a school. I was always looking for ways to work with children. And then even after high school, my jobs like heavily reflected that. So after high school, I was a supervisor for my city's after school program. I ended up being a supervisor for the summer camp. And I did that for years, starting at the age of 18. And then in college, I even took a summer job where I was director of the after school and summer programs for a gymnastics gym. I loved being in leadership roles. I loved working with kids. I loved helping others do the same. But honestly, working with kids was the absolute best part. These children made my day. What they say and how they act, it's just like so fun. I just love working with kids. And during this time, I spent a lot of time in these roles building curriculum for the children that were in the summer camps and after school programs. They're not just sitting around like, what do we do? We planned theme weeks. I was communicating with parents and handling all the systems and staff in between. So when the time came to go to college, I wanted to teach. I went through like a little stint (laughs) where I like 
tried to not teach, which is really weird. I honestly don't understand that. I went through like a phase where I was like, I'm not going to be a teacher, but I knew I wanted to teach and I went to the best school in the area to do that. So I arrived at Tarleton State University, my sophomore year of college, ready to go. And let me tell you all that education program did not mess around. We had to do like interviews applications, hit like all these certain check marks to even get into the program. And then once I got and accepted into the program, those two to three years changed my life. Like I, man, I loved college. I loved my college experience. I loved where I was at. We had like really small classes. It was like 15 people max. And I was just with incredible professors Um, I mean, they just loved us so much. They cared about us as people beyond just being their student. And that really spoke to me. Um, and they just really equally pushed us to grow as humans and teachers. And it was the hardest and best college experience I've ever had. But getting a job after graduating from the education program at Tarleton was really challenging, but regardless, I still found a way to teach. So right after that, I became a swim school teacher. I taught kids from ages six months to 18 years old, how to swim. And then from there, I started doing the swim teaching aspect and became an aquatic manager. But that was after Tyler and I got married, we found out I was pregnant and I knew it was time for me to get back into a classroom. So while I was at the swim school, I had tried like all year to get into my dream school, y'all. And they just didn't have spots open. Like I literally was not able to. The competition at some of the districts in my area is really hard to get into. Um, There are really amazing schools with an amazing district. So a lot of teachers aren't looking to leave. So I was able to find a job like an hour away from where we lived. And I got that job and that was my very first official teaching job. So I had 14 students, which any teacher knows is like a fluke. (laughs) Like how on earth did I get a class size that small? But it was at a really small school. Um, We were super tiny. Um, It was like out in the country, like picture parents coming in with like their cowboy hats and their boots on and their buckles. Typical Texas farmer parents that just wanted their kids to go to school and be great people. We didn't have like any curriculum. We had no books to go off of. So I was creating curriculum. I was driving an hour to school, an hour back, and I was doing also pregnant. And this was a very defining moment for me because it was exhausting. Um, I mean, any woman who's no, who is pregnant or has been pregnant knows that it's not really ideal to have two hours of travel time during your work. But I remember just being so grateful for that job and to have like stable income for my family I was very grateful, but part of me was like, I don't want to do this forever. Like, I really don't want to do this forever. Um, And then after we had Chloe, my daughter, I was having to drive like an hour to work and then an hour home. So by the time we got home, I only saw her for maybe like two hours max before she went to bed. And I remember telling my husband, this is not what I want. Like, I love my job. I loved where I was at. I had amazing coworkers, but this isn't what I want. So around the time the school year was ending, I kind of took a leap of faith and I was like, I'm not coming back. Like, I need to be closer to Chloe. And I resigned from that teaching position at that school without having another job. I just, I had like, 
I don't know. I had like a really good gut feeling that it was going to work out, that I would find something. So that summer's going on, the summer's rolling, and I don't have a job yet, y'all. And I had applied at my dream school. I had sent the principals there like an email, like, here's my resume. Here's my recommendations. I created like a website, I think. (laughs) And I sent them my website and I was like, I would love to work here. So as the school year was getting closer, it was like mid-July, the principal at my, I mean, dream school, y'all emailed me the next day I had a job interview. And like the day after that, I was asked if I wanted to have a job at that school as a third grade teacher, which is my jam. I freaking love third grade. And that's what happened. And I was at that school for the past two years. And let me say it was a dream, dream school. Um, I mean, the, the staff was so incredible. They were so supportive. I was in the same district as my husband. We got to go to a lot of stuff together The district had like a teacher daycare. So Chloe was at an incredible daycare. It was five minutes from our apartment. And literally like my team members turned into my sisters and my very best friend. We were extremely close as a team. We worked so well together. And all of that really trumped everything else that goes on in the education system. So this is when the conflict comes in. And Around, you know, the 2019-2020 school year, I was really starting to just think about what I want. Um, I don't know. It's easy to leave something that sucks, right? But like, how do you leave something that's so great? Around that time, I had started this business and I mean, my days looked like waking up in the morning, getting some business stuff done, working out like at 5 a.m., going into school at 7 a.m., teaching all day, and then going, getting Chloe, doing some engagement for my business, being a mom. And then I would put Chloe down to bed and then I would have client calls. I was working like 17 hour days and I was starting to see the possibility in my business. Like I was signing clients. I was making really great money. My husband and I were able to get a new car. And I mean, that's when the conflict came in because here's the deal. Like With my nine to five, I mean, teaching has its challenges. Do not get me wrong. Teaching is very challenging. If you know a teacher, give them a hug, especially right now with COVID. Being an educator is really hard, but I knew I wanted more for my life. I knew like when we had children, I wanted to, you know, get paid maternity leave and be fully present with my kids. I didn't want to miss their sports. I didn't want to miss the field trips. I wanted to get a say on when I was able to be present, and I wanted a job to support that lifestyle. I had missed so much of Chloe's life because I was teaching, because I was with other children. And I mean, again, y'all, like, how do you leave something that's so great? My coworkers were and still are my best friends, honestly, my only friends. (laughs) When I left my teaching job, it was like leaving sisters. Um... My admin were incredible, incredible. They had an incredible team that really cared about me and my classroom and just regularly encouraged us as a, I mean, as a campus to take care of ourselves, to have a healthy work and life balances. Our school was well-funded. We had an incredible staff. PTA spoiled the poop out of us. Like I never had to make any copies. I never had to laminate anything. I mean, 
Teaching is challenging. I've had dust thrown at me. I've had really harsh words thrown my way, parents calling me about awful things. But overall, the school and the family, like these these team members became my family. I had were once in a lifetime. And I don't know. I think I'm really in my emotions like recording this right now just because like all my teacher friends went back to school today, like literally this day that I'm recording it. And I saw their pictures and I saw, you know, them getting their classrooms ready. And again, how do you leave something that's so good? How do you leave something that's so great? I know I mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast. I was talking about, you know, I dreamed of the day when I would be able to turn in my resignation letter And when I was typing that letter to send to my principal, I was bawling my eyes out. Um, When I had to tell my team, like, I'm not coming back, like, we all just cried. (laughs) Um, You know, it's, it's so easy to leave something that's hard, but this was my dream job. This was the school that I had worked to be at for a year, and I finally got in. I had a perfect position. I had great friends. I had supportive admin. Like everything is going great, but I still felt that calling to do more. You know, I had that calling to do and be more. And I feel like before I, before I left teaching, I had a picture of how it would be. Like I knew I would be sad, but being a stay at home mom would trump it. You know, I would be able to work when I want, have my own schedule, make more money, start working towards that more. But honestly, all it really looked like me sitting in my classroom, bawling my eyes out. I remember, um, I think it was like two days before I like officially moved out. Me and two of my really good friends were all sitting in the room and I I get like emotional thinking about it. And I was like, you know, it's never going to be like this again. You know, me taking this risk to do my business, I'm going to lose this. Um, The comfort, routine, friendship I had, they aren't going to be the same. They're still there. I still talk to them, you know, but that camaraderie that you make when you're teaching, it's just not going to be the same. And I think my whole point of sharing this with you, because sometimes chasing your dreams isn't easy. Sometimes following that calling to really do more um, is hard. It's not easy to move on from things that are great in pursuit of having something better. I think sometimes we forget that in order to gain more, we have to be willing to not settle for things that are even great, right? As I said, as I'm recording this, my coworkers are gearing up for school. They're going to team lunches. They're adjusting to their new normal, about to go back to in-service. And honestly, y'all, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't sad today. Um, This season of life is really new for me. And I'm honestly really nervous about it. Um, You know, the only time I've been a stay-at-home mom with Chloe is during maternity leave. And you'll find out in later episodes, like, that that was awful. (laughs) Maternity leave was awful for both of us, I feel. So, yeah, I just think it's good to acknowledge this. I think it's good to shed light that sometimes 
moving on to greater things isn't always easy. It's not always like over the top exaggerated um, and just super, super fun all the freaking time. Because honestly, today I felt really sad. (laughs) Um, Yeah, but I know that the purpose I have in my heart is greater. So I know I'm going to keep pushing forward. And I just want you to know if you're in a similar boat, I want to encourage you to continue pushing forward too. I'm going to be sharing about this journey a lot on my Instagram. Make sure you're following me at more than a mama underscore. I'd love to connect with you and hear your story too. I just want y'all to know that if you are considering, you know, leaving comfort to pursue that more that you're feeling called to do, it's okay if you're scared. It's okay if you are, you know, nervous and sad. Um, that's okay, right? Like honor those feelings know that it doesn't have to be like woo woo all the time for it to be the right decision. You can trust yourself. It's safe to do so. But there we go. That is my leaving my nine to five story. (laughs) Um, I hope you got something out of it and I will see you on the next episode. Bye y'all. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the More Than a Mama podcast. Before you go fold that laundry that's been sitting there since last weekend, I have one more thing for you. My mission is to create content that serves and impacts you. So if you loved what you heard today, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, screenshot your review, and tag me on Instagram at more than a mama underscore so I can connect and create content for you, my listeners. Thanks so much for listening and I will see you on the next episode. Don't forget to make waves today. Bye.